1: Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we'd go belly Up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Coming up on the Behind the Mic Podcast, when a star player leaves his former team, it could be for many reasons. They could be cut, traded, or even they just want it out. Whatever the reason, it's always fun watching them play against their old squad.
2: You're behind the Michael,
0: Michael
1: Neal Jr. All right, it's actually Wednesday, people. I'm really late with this show, and I'll give my apologies in a second. I have my papers, I'm prepared. NFL historians and lovers of sports history welcome in. This show is for you guys and gals. It's cool. If you already know this stuff, that's great. Congratulations. Uh, But there's always someone else who doesn't. This show is for those who don't know as much about NFL history. So we're here to do three things. That's enlighten, teach, and learn. It is the Behind the Mic Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Neal Jr. This show is presented by Billy Up Sports and the Billy Up Sports Podcast Network. You can catch us on bellyupsports.com. Go to that website, click on it, read the articles and the stories, check out the merch, but especially listen to this show as well as the others. I love my other brothers and sisters in the Belly Up Sports family. But you can catch our shows on our home base of Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. Going to be a little bit different today. I'm going to try to do this as fast as possible. It is like... 10 o'clock at night I don't do this at 10 o'clock at night I do this on Tuesdays it's Wednesday the show is supposed to drop at 6 a.m. okay I get it all done but I have uh, a lot of stuff that we're doing right now you know away from the mic not behind the mic but away from the mic and uh, you know I had to squeeze this thing in and even my prep was a little uh, I won't say shaky it was just I, I was slow to be able to do it so, you know, and I'm going to do it. I'll give you the best that I've got. Okay? It's late. It's okay. We're going to give you our best every time we get behind this mic. And so, with that being said, the rundown. Week 13, Thursday Night Football, Bills at Patriots. The Bills sat on that 17-7 to lead, y'all. Even through, you know, the the, the game, um, it just, like, they just, like, well, oh, this is good enough. I read in the place, uh, actually – Colin Cowherd, he tweeted this out. You know, Fox Sports, uh, you know, great radio host, I love Colin, but he tweeted, man, it's it's really a problem. I'm just paraphrasing. When you're down only 17 to seven and it feels like the game is over. You seen Mac and Cheese's face, Mac, uh, Mac, Mac Jones? You seen him? What did he say? The cameras were all on him. Throw the effing ball the running game sucks i mean a lot of other things do too there are no playmakers on this team anymore you know they lost 24 to 10 and the offense is absolutely terrible they could block they could cover a bed with a sheet it just looks bad in new england right now i'm not going to say that bill belichick can't or won't turn it around right now yeah the clouds are hanging low yeah so we'll see what happens um Matt Patricia, he's not that dude. The Bills are now in first place in the AFC uh, East, that is. Or oh, no, they're first place in the AFC. Excuse me. <laughs> More on that later. All right, Sunday. Titans at the Eagles. Hmm, where should I start? It's going to be the subject of our that, – that's the subject for the show today. All right. A.J. Brown. I think his performance on Sunday got the GM fired. <laughs> hey, He let him walk obviously it was part of his call that's what a gm does he manages the players as well as the money and other things we've talked about that before and um when this guy doesn't get paid now i've said it before you know he had his first thousand yard season last year and he had been hurt quite a bit but he was your second best player on the team outside of derrick henry that was your other playmaker Now you see what's going on. Uh, Tennessee has won seven games this year. But boy, 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 boy. It is not looking good, all right? Eagles, they're the best team in the league right now, period, period, period. The defense just, you know, they put the thing together. uh, And we know what the Titans' formula is. They have to give the football to Derrick Henry. He didn't even lead them in rushing. He has 17 carries and I think like 30 yards. The quarterback led them in rushing with about 34 yards himself. So that's not great. <laughs> that's not great. But, I mean, it does make it a little bit easier when you have nobody on the outside to throw the football to. Moving on, Steelers at the Falcons, That's the story of that game was the Hayward brothers. They went to their father's grave, Craig Ironhead Hayward, who played a majority of his career. I believe it was the majority. I think he played six years in New Orleans. That's what I remember him at, as, you know, the running back, one of the running backs um, in the backfield for the fullback for, the new orleans saints and he played with chicago a year but he also spent three of those 11 seasons of his seasons in atlanta where that game was they held on to beat the falcons 19-16 they were up with 19-6 good job connor hayward uh you know about cameron you know the great defensive end possible hall of fame candidate connor scored his first ever touchdown in the city where his father spent you know a good a, a a portion a little portion of his career in, and that's where their father is buried actually, so I mean that's that was a great story Packers at the Bears so it's time to sit Aaron Rodgers huh? Yeah it was 16 to three, 23 seconds left to go before the half and you know, <laughs> they put points on the board fourth quarter the Bears led 19 to 10 would have been more Cairo Santos he had a field goal block and you know packers they get the ball back eventually they take the lead and then they add more on to it so after that win for the packers dusting off the bears the packers now lead the chicago bears are just in front of them by a game 787 career wins well not career let's just say all-time wins for the franchise it's the most in nfl history and aaron Rodgers, i hate to say it chicago bears fans he still owns you for now Jags at the Lions. Detroit won the game, 40-14. to They're really trying to make the playoffs, huh? I mean, they're 5-7. and They have a sniff. They got it. They're sniffing it, okay? Jared Goff, 340 yards, and my dumb, dumb self left Amon Ross St. Brown on the bench for about the third time. Now, thank God I won my fantasy game. $40 buy-in, $5 every time you lose a game. And um, I've won seven straight. And it would have been not so much a a nail-biter had I put that 31 points in the starting lineup instead of leaving them on the bench. Again, I can't believe I left those points on the bench. (sighs) Anyway, yeah. Jags, not looking good. Lions, you're looking up. Browns at Texas. It's been 700 days since Deshaun Watson last played in a regular season game. The result, well, you know, 12 of 20. 131 yards in the interception. Of course, I was thinking the Browns would have been better with Jacoby Brissett at quarterback, but I mean, when you bring this guy in, you pay him all that money, he's going to start. Soon as the the suspension is lifted. So there you go. But it has to start somewhere. The former Texas quarterback, and he was booed, you know, obviously on every snap. And um, you know what's going to happen. He demands the trade. On the fire, he had the multiple women accuse him of sexual assault. You know, but speaking of quarterbacks, the Texans will have the first choice of one in the draft due to their one ten and one record, worst in the league. Houston led by a basketball, scoring five to nothing at the beginning, until yeah, the Browns won it twenty-seven to fourteen on a Donovan Peoples-Jones punt return, a Denzel Ward fumble return and a Tony Fields Jr., or the second, pick six, and a couple of K-York field goals. That was your final. Commanders at the Giants. Tough game, defensive-type game. Um, The Giants, they were in the lead before Washington tied it up at 10. There were a couple of miscues by the Giants, and it was highlighted by, you know, a lot of fans and and media, you know, from, you know, Sunday after the game. You had the the John Feliciano taunting penalty, the Darius Slayton drop. And, of course, you know, at the end of the fourth quarter, he had Saquon Barkley, Barkley and Richie James running into each other after that little play action pass. They, You've seen the green line if you was watching the game, and, uh, you know, maybe they would have won the game. But it ended in the tie, you know, right? As good as baby Brett Favre, Taylor Heineke, excuse me, played in the fourth quarter, he took a bad sack. Eventually, Graham Gano's 58-yard field goal came up short. That's what it was. Jets at the Vikings one minute you see the jets you know with mike white captain t-shirts on you see him with the mighty jerk ducks jersey and white has the c on his right i just wonder what they really think about zach wilson I, I don't know but anyway he may have thrown you know this is mike white for 369 yards on sunday but he tossed two picks he he, he made a little bit of amends even though he couldn't reach the end zone the Vikings' pass defense was highlighted on Sunday Countdown on ESPN if you watched it. And if you didn't know, the Vikings' pass defense is near the bottom of the league. They led 20-3 to at one point in this game. The Jets came back, came down to the end, White threw a fourth down pass just a bit outside to, who was it, Braxton Berrios, and he couldn't hold on to the football. Got the ball back, had a second chance, and he got picked off. Your final, Vikings 27, Jets 22. Well, I mean, what's, what else is new? chargers at the raiders both Devontae adams and josh jacobs were in beast mode on sunday they won the game what 27 to 20 i cannot blame the injuries for the chargers being six and six at this point i'm not totally sure that's a factor in it but i mean the raiders on the other hand I, i think the only thing missing from the raiders other than you know some i mean they have some offensive consistency that i've seen but the defensive side of the ball hasn't been as consistent. I mean, they're kind of up, they're down. They need a pass rush outside of Max Crosby. They have to have somebody else step up. Anyway, Dolphins at the 49ers. San Francisco 49ers Super Bowl. Um, it was kind of like a repeat of Super Bowl 19, right? <laughs> so, um, But their hopes as far as the Super Bowl, speaking of the Super Bowl, their hopes left on a field, uh, a cart on Sunday jimmy g it got worse post game found out the guy broke his foot Season, even excuse me season ending surgery i gotta stop rushing i mean what 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 else are you gonna do i'm not sure if san francisco can maintain man maintain this game uh going forward or not but cal shanahan it's just something with this dude and his coaching i love it it's the backups he has them prepared So, I mean, this time it's going to be a little bit different. Trey Lance, but you know, blew a knee. Jimmy G, he's out now. And I mean, the San Francisco defense, they did their thing. They got the offensive pieces Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle. They have to be relied upon a little bit more. Why? Because now Shanahan is starting Mr. Irrelevant, Brock Purdy. If you watch college football, he was pretty decent at Iowa State. He was the final pick of last year's draft. Wasn't terrible, 25-37, 210 in, uh two touchdowns, had a pick. But they have the book on him now. Tua, he had gone, what, 193 attempts without a pick? Speaking of which, he was the most accurate passer of the last couple of weeks. And, you know, that wasn't the case Sunday. They picked him off twice. Did you see the Superman pick by Ward? That was that was athletic, man. But Tua's team got beat, 33-17. And that last touchdown, scoop and score, courtesy of Tagovailoa, himself broncos at ravens i'll make this short soon as lamar jackson went down with that knee injury i was thinking the broncos they caught a break but tyler huntley the backup he got another w for the ravens they find ways to win the broncos offense continues to stink and um you know it's just one of those games a 10-9 1953 uh, maybe that's not fair oh <laughs> that's probably not fair but that was a 10-9 victory i mean you're nail biting if you're at the game, wondering where the office is going to come from, anyway. Seahawks at the Rams. How about that back and forth between DK Metcalf and Jalen Ramsey? He goes in motion. Uh, Metcalf does, and he's 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 waving them. Hey, come on over here. Yeah, Ramsey plays on one side. I'm not saying the dude can't follow anybody in the league. He can he can shadow anybody in the league, but I mean, defense is called. They have him stay on one side of the field. And Ramsey's throwing his hands up. Is he, why are you going over there for? You know, I, that was great. I like that. Cam Akers, he got off the milk carton on Sunday. He scored twice. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty good. Kenneth Walker the third, that gummit went down, hurt. And that that cost me, I think, one game. It did. It cost me. I have three three teams in fantasy. And um, that cost me. That cost me big time. Uh, anyway, but Gino and them boys, they took care of business. Nice back and forth game, 27 to 23. And with every loss, the Rams move up the draft board. Chiefs at Bengals. I mean, you know the history, uh, although it's kind of short with these two teams. Cincinnati clearly has the Chiefs' number. That's three straight wins, including last year's AFC Championship game. They're not scared. And especially with no Tyreek Hill. <laughs> I mean, I hate the. You know, point that out that kind of helped a little bit, even though it didn't make as big a difference last year. But I mean, it helps in their defense, they just play different. I can't explain it. The Bengals' defense, and as soon as Travis Kelsey fumbles that ball, it, that was pretty much it. And Cincinnati tried to give the game away there at the end. I, I don't, I did not understand that play. What was it, just beyond two minutes? And Burrow just seemingly kind of like, kind of waiting on someone to tackle him. And how about the defensive end that's rushing? I forgot who it was. He kind of just puts his hands up and almost stops himself. Ugh, I don't know. The Bengals won the game. All right. Sunday night football, Colts at Cowboys. Okay, so I'm just wondering if it's going to be be real or not. I mean, they they have the Cowboys have the the uh let's just call it. They got the the the, the running game going, two-headed monster. They have receivers that will catch the football just as long as Dak, with those five interceptions that he's thrown this year, stays away from throwing them in the first half of games. They'll be fine. The defense is, if not the best in the league, it's one of the best in the league. And they got the defensive player of the year on their defense, Michael Parsons. Period. Don't Don't tell me about anybody else. Let's not even talk about it. I mean, this dude is is just out of this world. He's from another planet right now. But I mean, they got it done. They got it done. Matt Ryan and the Colts, they had more turnovers than Arby's, man. They're towards the end of the game. It, it was it was a good game until the second half. Three minutes and 43 seconds. It was a two-point game, 21 to 19. And then someone screamed and the avalanche came in. Uh I turned the game off at one point. Fifth turnover actually happened. And then I turn it right back on and Matt Ryan is hitting the ground. He fumbles. Dallas Cowboys they have a what? Franchise record 26 fourth quarter points. Good God almighty. Wow. And your rookie uh, who's it, uh running back Malik Davis he runs it in for a final touchdown 54 points. Mercifully. It went It, it, it the, the game ended. But you know that's one of those burn the tape. Don't even worry about watching it lost. Um, I mean Jeff Saturday he lost on Sunday, but uh, there's an, there's another day. You you have to play another day. You will have to play another day. You do. All right. So that's all you need to tell them, uh, straight from the assistant coach of the Waterboy. But well, there's a, a Dallas Cowboys, by the way. You know the first team since the 1972 Dolphins to score 28 points and have 150 rushing yards in five straight games Monday Night Football Bucks at the Saints this is what I was prepared to say Tom Brady is now one and five against the Saints I don't know what it is it's just like the Bengals playing against the Chiefs it doesn't matter where the game is they have the kibosh on number 12 not so not so I thought fourth quarter seven minutes is some change to go fourth down to ten Brady wants to stay out there Bowles calls for what a timeout I mean he calls for a punt and uh i was like well that's it they ain't moved the ball at this point and boy, boy he just proves you wrong he he probably heard everybody so i thought it was more guaranteed points for new orleans if they didn't punt but they they did they took care of it and i had another question how because i missed most of the first half i did i missed excuse me i missed all of the first half except for a couple of plays at a rehearsal okay how many microsoft tablets got destroyed monday night three points to that point three three the saints i thought they was going to get their fifth win of the season no and the nfc south losing record everybody losing records for everybody somebody's got to make the playoffs well now the tampa bay buccaneers are six and six thanks to yet another fourth quarter comeback and a touchdown pass <laughs> tom brady he did that thing oh man what that new left tackle uh donald smith feeling it the most flagged lineman in the league, they probably told him, look, if you beat, just tackle the guy. (laughs) Anyway, Sunday was a week where you saw a couple of players face their old teams. And I've said it before, whether the player wanted to leave or not, revenge can be a dish best served cold. Or maybe not at all.
2: Shopify presents Cool Sheets from Aha to... Lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment, bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible, signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. <laughs> Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is possibility powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com free 22. Shopify.com free 22. It's wintertime.
1: So speaking of these players that just come, you know, they end up playing against their old teams. That's pretty much the way that we're going today. It's always about storylines. You can see it in the schedule. I and mean, they make the NFL schedule. They have to balance out the games, whatever, whatever. You know, you got the Super Bowl rematch or AFC or NFC championship game rematch, some kind of classic playoff game, or maybe even... You know, we got the rivalry games. We have the games that are played within division, but then the extra addict sauce is when a player faces his old team. People will tell you, uh, players anyway, that it doesn't mean anything. Most time, they're lying. They're not. You know, they're not telling the truth. They are lying, and uh, you know that unless they're one of those. One percenters who legitimately don't care, and I still don't even believe them either. Well, I found an article um, that talked about what it's like to face off against your former team. Uh, And the main example was centered around former Dallas Cowboy running back DeMarco Murray. Murray was the offensive player of the year. The year before, he ended up signing a $40 million contract over five years with the Philadelphia Eagles back in 2015, heading into that season. Um, And, you know, like I said, speaking of Dallas, that 54-19 to 19 bludgeoning that uh, they dispensed on Jeff Saturday and his Colts, it, of course, they had a former Colt player on that defense, and that was safety Malik Hooker. He, you know, he had a fumble return for a touchdown. I believe he had an interception as well. So, I mean, he showed up against this old team that drafted him back in, excuse me, 2017, not 1917. (laughs) He's not that old. Um, But, you know, you find that article and you read up on those things because I just thought that was interesting. I didn't even decide this topic. I got others. But I was trying to find something that was different, and the first thing that jumped out at me, especially after the A.J. Brown game, the Malik Hooker game, um, and even Bobby Wagner, who played against the Seahawks for the first time since joining the Rams this season. And I'm like, man, you know, we can, we can go back in history. But almost the truth, I just want to kind of keep it current and to see, you know, some of the stuff that we have seen here lately when these guys return. Just some really quick examples, though. Um, so players at the time, uh, as far as that article is concerned, were, that you know, they were interviewed and they were featured in it. You know, you had guys like James Ferry, a linebacker who played with the Jets, started his career with the New York Jets, and ended up playing with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, defensive tackle Terrence Knighton, who left the Jacksonville Jaguars to join Peyton Manning and uh, the Denver Broncos. And like t- tight end Benjamin Watson, who was, uh, one time a Patriot, and, and and also he played with the New Orleans Saints. And wide receiver Pierre Garçon, speaking of the Colts, <laughs> I remember my brother said that they lived in the same apartment complex as Pierre Garçon, and he actually turned out to be a pretty good receiver for a short time, especially with the Indianapolis Colts. And that success ended up getting – he ended up with the Washington football team uh, at one point. He had met him. He's like, oh, God. Uh what, what, what's your name? Oh Pierre. Oh, uh, hey, how you doing, Pierre? <laughs> that was kind of the short conversation that he had. Anyway, I'm sorry, a little inside. Y'all don't get it. But I mean, it, it also figured, you know, to bring out some of the um the emotions that these guys felt, the things that they thought about, the things that they were having was going to have to deal with. Now, some of these games were played at home, and then others were actually played. Uh, you know in their old stadiums the boo birds come out talked about bragging whites sending a message the emotions and getting revenge you know but then there's also the fact that there was love you know that was expressed not just by the organization and some of the fans but also of course the guys who are closest to you the actual players and coaches so you know not everything was all right i hate you and i'm uh, and i want to beat you they do want to beat you. i'm on another team now so i'm not trying to get beat out here i don't care where we're playing the game at home or away you know what i'm saying but uh, it also had to be noted that not all of these guys left their teams because they were too old or they uh, were not productive anymore plenty of them they actually were pretty good before they made their exit notably This is according to ProFootballReference.com. Within that article, these were notable, notable, strong final seasons before leaving town. I mean, you had guys like Jared Allen, defensive end, who played with the Chiefs for so long, and uh, that last year he had was 2007. He was an All-Pro with 15 and a half sacks before he moved on and played with the Minnesota Vikings. Tony Gonzalez, he was the Chiefs. You know, he was their weapon in Kansas City for years. And after his 2008 season, he was an all-pro, had 1,000 yards and 10 touchdowns before he ended up signing with the Falcons. Albert Hainsworth, we mentioned him a while back at work. We was going back and forth about the Titans' loss to <laughs> that, that beatdown they experienced at the hands of the Eagles on Sunday. Hainsworth, he had a eight-and-a-half-sack all-pro season that exact same year, who uh, was an all-pro with the Titans before he signed that signed that great big contract in Washington. Um Terrell Owens, and you know, he had a couple of those kind of things happen, but his first team was the San Francisco 49ers going back to 2003, and his last year it, it was 1100-year or 1100 yard year and nine touchdowns. And then speaking of coach Prime, uh Deion Sanders you know he changed teams twice he started off drafted out of Florida State with the Atlanta Falcons 1993 his last year he's like he was always an all-pro until the end of his career Uh, seven interceptions he was an all-pro he played with the 49ers one year before he left to go to the Cowboys after winning the Super Bowl he was an all-pro again with six picks and three touchdowns Reggie White they didn't apparently they did not want to uh to pay the man this is right when free agency as we know it was beginning eight years with the philadelphia eagles in 1992 was his last year the man had 14 sacks can you cut this guy a check please anybody Can, can somebody please cut him a check i don't know what happened with rod woodson yet another pro football hall of famer with the Steelers in 1996, that was his final year. And I believe, yeah, that the year after they lost Super Bowl 30 to the Dallas Cowboys, he had six picks and two touchdowns. And this is a couple of seasons removed from an ACL injury or ACL tear. So now, as far as DeMarco Murray was concerned, he's with the Eagles and he was going to be playing the Cowboys two times out of the year, twice a year. with the Philadelphia Eagles. He's only started eight games and he had 702 yards rushing. Um, you know, he couldn't stay on the field for you know for reasons. At his first game, they played against the Dallas Cowboys week two, um, and they lost 20 to 10. And DeMarco Murray, and this is according to Pro Football Reference, my man had all of 13 carries, and two yards. Let's say that one more time: thirteen carries and two yards. Now, the, it, the, the worst part is when you return to the place that you played. Now they'll cheer you when you're at home. That's that's entirely different. It was a little bit better day when he was in Dallas, and you know you're really geeked up. And he had 18 carries and 83 yards. You know, and he actually scored a touchdown and. He caught six passes for 78 more yards and the eagles got a w in dallas to improve to four and four and they were better than the cowboys at that point Uh, the cowboys ended up being two and six after that game so you know just a couple of examples of how things can go for some players and here's more we'll just start from week one of even this year okay Von Miller, God bless him. He had a torn ACL all along, and he is done with the Bills for the season. I'm wondering if uh, what, you know what's going to happen with him going forward. The man is 33 years old. But anyway, you know he was drafted by the Denver Broncos. He ended up playing with the LA Rams for that one magical year, and helped he, he helped Les Snead look like a genius. And they won the Super Bowl against, in a really good game against the Cincinnati Bengals. So, of course, Thursday, they're playing against the, he goes and signs with the Buffalo Bills. And uh, he reintroduces himself to his old teammates, uh, especially Matt Stafford. He had two sacks and he had eight tackles uh, in a 31-10 victory shortly after receiving his Super Bowl ring, after the opening ceremonies. That's pretty good it's pretty good i know that denver wasn't his original team but i mean there you go now how about baker mayfield baker mayfield who is now with the rams speaking of the rams uh he was the first pick of the 2018 draft by cleveland four seasons later he's traded to carolina we we know what he he accomplished in cleveland okay he was the quarterback that pretty much i mean the guy did need with all the swagger and the confidence that he just oozes and the at home at Baker Mayfield commercials, the man needed some help and he got it in his defense as well as a running game and he just kind of controlled the passing game as long as he didn't have to be relied upon like he did in Oklahoma. It's not Oklahoma anymore, but my guy helped the, and it's painful for me to say it. He led Cleveland to their first playoff victory in years and it came against (laughs) <laughs> My Pittsburgh Steelers. But four years later, he's traded to Carolina. Came up short against the Browns. He in week one, they were up for a minute, and he was trying to bring them back. They lost 26 to 24. He didn't have a terrible game. He had a pretty good game, but he, of course, he had a lot of mouth. What he say? "I'm gonna f him up." I'm talking about the Browns, I'm gonna f him up. Just so crazy to hear that. And and I didn't laugh. Maybe I'm lying. I might have laughed. But remember when uh, he was really on the case of his one-time head coach hugh jackson about you know Lee, you know he was fired now and ended up on the sideline for uh, another squad a rival team and he had a lot of words to say and i'm like do you not realize you're not loyal you know to to well I, the man was the man is not the coach anymore so what is he supposed to do stay at home And that coach, you know, take some kind of opportunity. But, uh, you know, anyway, I'm sorry. Let me not get off my soapbox. He just got released. I'm hoping that the dude does well, but it just didn't happen against the Cleveland Browns and they were at home and there you go. Bobby Wagner, a lot of love was showed him after this game. Um, And I mean, that was great. And I'd like to see, you know, what that's going to be like it, when he actually plays in seattle i want to see what that's like that was his first game playing against the seahawks and his old teammates and coaches and i mean it was just one of those things 10 years in seattle eight time all pro the guy showed up and showed out even though they barely lost seven tackles two sacks in the pick on sunday you know um joe flacco Going back to the beginning of this season, we know about Zach Wilson. He had the knee injury in preseason, so he wasn't going to be, you know, uh, taking the snaps first week. Flacco did. And that first week, they just happened to be playing against the team that he played 11 seasons with and won a Super Bowl championship with the Baltimore Ravens. And it didn't end well. Baltimore won that game 24-9. Flacco, he went, he threw 57 passes, completed 37 of them, 309 yards, it touchdown pass. He was sacked uh, three times, and he was picked off once, and it wasn't good. You know, so the Jets fans, they were chanting for Mike White to come into the game. (laughs) Go figure. But Jets, y'all are still looking good, still looking good. Uh, Of course, Deshaun Watson, I said it's been 700 days, right, since he had played a game, and it would be against the Houston Texans. Boy, you just can't make this stuff up, can you? He was the 12th overall selection by Houston in 2017. Three-time Pro Bowl. He wanted out of Houston. And this is shortly after, you know, his four years with them. And this is shortly after signing a four-year, $177.5 million contract with $111 million guaranteed. That's a lot of groceries I could buy. He was just bad on Sunday. He was just bad. The Browns scored off of defensive special teams. Again, I guess you got to start somewhere. Speaking of bad... And Seattle, well, Russell Wilson, the guy will be in the Hall of Fame one day. All right. Period point blank. Ten years with the Seattle Seahawks. Two Super Bowl appearances and a Super Bowl trophy. Nine time Pro Bowler. All that was out the window when they played. <laughs> when they played against uh Seattle in Seattle. Boy, they booed the crap out. Cause he wanted out. He wanted it out. You know, what I mean fans, if fans some fans will understand where you are and the whole situation because everybody listens to sports talk radio they watch ESPN listen to Fox Sports and whatever else that is out there and they know it's not a whole lot social media, it's not a whole lot that's hidden and, and eventually you do find out the truth but it was just out there Russell Wilson apparently kind of sh- went down, went into the shutdown mode according to some articles that I read but I am the guy came in, um, and he, I guess he just wanted to throw the football a little bit more. And then he ends up signing a big contract with the Denver Broncos. Traded. They traded him the to Denver for a first, two second rounds, and a fifth round pick. Constantly booed that night. Constantly booed. He went 29 of 45. He had 340 yards passing. He had a touchdown. But they came up short. They just could not just like, that was kind of like, Um, A window into this season, sometimes, you know, really without the touchdowns. And then, what, eight games? Um, I mean, he has eight touchdown passes in how many games did they play? 12 games? 11 games. Eight games. Eight games. I mean, excuse me, eight games. In 12 games, he's got eight touchdown passes for the season. That's all that matters. And they lost that game 17 to 16. Sunday, it was like the game of the week, you know, Supposedly. (laughs) it was the San Francisco 49ers hosting the the Miami Dolphins and two of their running backs one that just got traded another one that was cut Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson and Mostert's pregame boxing sort of well not really boxing he said that his comments were taken out of context he basically said that uh, and Debo didn't like that very much he said that his whole message was taken out of context he didn't mean uh, what he said but i mean he said hey there's there's a lot of talent here there's more there's more talent excuse me there's more talent here um and yeah it didn't end well for neither one of these guys and he basically predicted not only when you know they was going to they was going to play well mosted seven carries in 30 yards first time back in San francisco and uh jeff Wilson one carry for three yards i mean 33 yards it's not great. <laughs> it's, it's not great. It just doesn't help your team win. But Mostert, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. So I'm not going to talk bad about him or Jeff Wilson. But, I mean, it just didn't end well for them on Sunday. Carson Wentz, y'all, second round pick. Excuse me, the second pick in 2016. Of course, week three, if you go back, remember he played before he was with Indianapolis for one uh, year. And he missed that game because he was out hurt. Um week three, Philadelphia. They were in Washington. And uh that didn't end well for him either. 28, excuse me, 24 to 8 loss. The guy was sacked nine times. Yes, nine. And while we're talking about Washington, how about Kirk Cousins? His return to DC. Seventh choice in the fourth round, you know, in the 2012 draft. This is after they picked RG3, after Andrew Luck. He was second overall. Week 9. Week 9 this year. Washington led 17 to 7. And Cousins was hurt at one point. And my man Kirk iced out. He led Minnesota to 13 straight fourth quarter points. And they got the, you know, the big field goal at the end and next thing you know, Cousins he shirtless, iced out dancing all the way back to Minnesota. <laughs> you like that? You like that? You like yeah, they like that. Uh Andy Dalton don't I mean, forget about the cincinnati Bengals win this year in new orleans go all the way back to when dalton was with the cowboys and matter of fact the guy that was the starting quarterback for that Bengals w that was my man joe burrow's rookie year that prescott by the way breaks his leg dalton ends up being the starter and he made his return to cincinnati in week 14 of that season at 2020 dallas was no better than cincinnati record-wise actually you know cincinnati was worse um i think they were what one no two and ten two ten and one or something like that it was bad it was kind of uh houston texans-esque yeah they were bad joe burrow had hurt his knee and was out for the season 10 games in dallas came in Four and eight, and Dalton and the Cowboys they beat Cincinnati 30 to seven. The Red Rifle, he was 16 of 23. That's you know, he had to throw the ball much 185 yards and two touchdowns. Nine years with the Bengals, he was a three time all pro, excuse me, not all pro misspoke. He was a three time pro bowler, <laughs> yeah, pro bowler. And this just to throw this in Arthur Juan Brown Sr. Yes, that's AJ Brown. Sunday, he had eight catches in 119 yards with two touchdowns. And the the Titans defense just, I mean, they could only hold it together so long. But this guy clearly had a grudge. They didn't want to pay him. And it got John Robertson, the GM, fired. This game did. Uh, if you go back and you look, he just was with, he, this is only his fourth year in the league. And Tennessee had him for the first three of it. And these are his numbers, and I I I, I lied, not lied, I, I misspoke, I did not speak. Um, and this is also for my buddies. Remember, he did actually did have a thousand yard season his rookie year. He averaged twenty yards a catch. Only fifty two catches. He started eleven games at a thousand yards his rookie year, had a thousand yards uh his second year, and last year, he only had. 869 in in a career high start in 13 games now i'm gonna be honest with you the guy if you look at it from the perspective of okay you haven't been healthy and um you know you just missed too many games um yeah you had a thousand yards but we probably need a little bit more yep i still think that they should have cut the check you know cut the check he clearly is one of your best players and you can't do anything without Annette you drafted Trey Burks and the guy gets concussed I don't know how long he's going to be out he's not ready yet neither is your rookie quarterback behind Tannehill but let's just see you know what if you provide him some somebody that's been in the league only three years keep him while he's young now the guy is having career high season to be only 11 games in he's already got 61 catches and 950 yards and uh he scored nine touchdowns and he embarrassed the Titans defense on sunday and those defensive backs it's just not pretty just wasn't pretty talk about tom brady y'all know 20 years in new england and a legend uh he returns to foxborough in october of 2021 what do you remember about that game it was raining sideways and brady came out on top 19 to 17 but he was held to zero touchdown passes zero touchdown passes none not a nil goose egg the patriots rookie quarterback by the way that was you know still trying to replace him mac mac and cheese mac jones he had a really good night including 19 straight completions that night but came down to nick folk you know after uh uh who was it? ryan suck up ryan suck up for the bucks he kicks his field goal all right it's 1917 short drive for new england you got seconds left on the clock folk 56 yard field goal boing stoink you yeah, know off the upright and uh brady <laughs> he gets that w in new england would have been better had he thrown a touchdown pass or two or four just just saying right, also that night he passed drew Brees for number one all time in career passing yards. You know, I just had, uh, just thinking about some of the old school guys. Y'all remember Brett Favre, 16 years with Green Bay, two Super Bowl appearances, including the Super Bowl 31 victory. 2008, a forgivable, a very forgettable year <laughs> with the New York Jets. And his last two seasons he spent in Minnesota, the rival. So of course he got booed, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the first game in 09 or it was a Monday night football game they were 4 and no they had to play against A Aaron Aaron Rodgers and they won the game 30 to 23 Rodgers he threw for what 384 yards that night uh before he was 24 of 31 at 271 and three touchdowns but the, the 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 kicker was week 8 all right that's when we want to see that we don't want to see you playing in Minnesota, we want to see you go back to Lambeau with that white jersey on. You know what I mean? Playing against your old mates in your old old stadium. You spent 16 years, and those fans that spent 16 years rooting for you. You know what I'm saying? And he tore it up. He threw four touchdown passes, and they put the beats on Green Bay, 38 to 26. So I mean, that that's that was sweet. That was sweet. Joe Montana, we know about him, the legend, the man, the myth, the legend, the three time Super Bowl MVP, 13 years with San Francisco. Of course, he gets knocked out of the 1990 NFC Championship game. And, uh, you know, he was never seen, broken finger, uh, torn shoulder, I think it was. He tries to come back the next offseason and he gets hurt in practice and he loses his starting spot. And the legend of Steve Young went on. So they went on ahead and let him walk. And in 1994, 1993, he ends up with the Chiefs. 94 is last year. He actually plays against the San Francisco 49ers uh, in week two. And they beat San Francisco 24 to 17. Joe, he had a pretty good day. Threw two touchdown passes, 203 yards, 19 to 31. He got that W. I remember seeing on, uh, I think it was the, uh, what was it? Oh, uh, America's Game, the Super Bowl. There's a fan what, that they actually had cameras in the bar with the people watching the game. The guy turns around, you can't beat Joe. <laughs> I loved it. I Oh, boy, I rooted so hard for Joe my Talent. Part of the reason why I'm not a 49ers fan anymore. Anyway, uh, still love you guys. Still love you guys. Peyton Manning, Week 7, 2013, his first game back in Indianapolis. 39-33 loss to Andrew Luck in his second year and those 4-2 Colts. They handed the 6-0 no Broncos their first loss that day. You know, Peyton had a good game, 386 yards passing, but he got sacked over and over and over again. Well, four, that's still a lot. <laughs> that is still a lot. Um, and I was just looking at the, uh, the, um, the list of Notable reunions. And you have a list of, you know, you got Marcus Allen. Uh, he scored a touchdown in a win against his old team, the Raiders, the Hall of Fame running back. Drew Bledsoe, we know he lost his job to Tom Brady in New England. And he's playing with the Bills, 302 yards passing in the loss. I mean, I mean, I guess that's not terrible. Chris Carter, um, mature wise, was not ready yet. When he went to the Vikings, he became ready he was with the Eagles he was not they lost that game uh but he had two touchdown receptions in a loss that's okay Donovan McNabb they booed the crap out of him when the Eagles the Eagles fans did when he was drafted and um he ended up with Washington even though they won the game he was what eight of 19 not great not not anything really really special um one one game I probably should have highlighted with more detail. Emmitt Smith. I, I wish he had just retired, but I knew he was going after the record. He was going after the rushing record, the all-time rushing record. He should have retired a cowboy. Um, you know, not even played with the Cardinals at all. He came back, you know, and played against Dallas. He had one yard. One. Uno. One yard. All right, man, you can't make this stuff up. Alright, that's it. That's it. I've gone too long. References, thanks to ESPN.com. Also ProFootballreference.com. And also the New York Times. Tom Brady returns to Booze in New England but leaves with a win. This was written by ken belson october 3rd 2021 also bleacher report the 57 greatest moments in Joe montana's illustrious career this written june 11th uh, excuse me 2013 by russell s baxter and finally another bleacher report article revenge in the nfl what it's like to play against your former team this written september 17th 2015 by brad Gagnon this has been the behind The mic podcast You know all about it we're presented By Billy of sports I'm your host Michael Neal jr. Billy of sports podcast Network Billy Go on it click on it you can catch Us on Spreaker Apple podcast Spotify Google podcast Amazon music Stitcher iHeartRadio, and YouTube Tell all your friends and friends And yeah your friends and fans And your family about this show Or I'll find your house I'm out